Live from the Nova Home Loan Studios, it's Cofield and Company. State updates, some uh, Richie Rich updates. Uh, we got an update on, I'm going to say update like 50 times, a uh, story on Conor McGregor and a uh, yacht he bought, which you know I'm into because I'm into Conor McGregor, uh, but I'm especially into yachts. I'm going to grade this because I am the yacht expert because sure. I am officially caught up on below deck. I didn't know what to do the last two nights. So I watched Space Jam 1 and 2, so thank God I got through below deck. I had time to watch both of the Space Jams. We'll review that at 3.30 today. It's good. Also, we should point out um, there is a hearing going on right now uh, in town that could affect a lot of people. Um, it's a it's a emergency meeting about COVID, and uh, the live stream is people are just tweeting like crazy about it. It's getting ugly already. It's like three minutes in. It's already ugly. It's trending at three. Presented by Nova Home Loans. Call now at eight seven 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 hundred Nova. Well, no one wants to hear this news, but it is news. The updates from the Olympics, it's not off to a great start. No. And and we're not even, I don't even know that we're privy to what's going on with all the other countries as they're arriving and who's in and out. We just, you're tracking the American athletes. So Bradley Beal out. That was last week. Now Zach Levine out. Gone from Team USA, men's basketball team. We know uh, what, women's basketball, one of the three-on-three players out. COVID issues there. I uh, just saw today that the U.S. women's gymnastics teams, like, we're, we can't mess with the Olympic Village. Like, there's supposed to be like 11,000 athletes there. Uh, we're not doing it. So I don't know where they're staying. They're staying somewhere, but yeah. not not near the Olympic Village. And then the amazing thing is, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some comments from, you know, the uh, Japanese side and, you know, the head of the uh, committee in Japan. And they're like, well, you know, a cancellation of the Olympics is possible. No, it's not. Well, it's not because I don't think it's in their hands. Well, it's they could cancel it and tell everyone to get the hell out. I think they'd be in the hole like freaking $40 billion. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the John Oliver piece a couple of weeks ago uh, that Japan spent like $15 billion getting ready for this, and yeah. a lot of people think it's double that. So, I mean, it's a crazy situation because Japan's not ready to handle a bunch of people coming into its country potentially with hundreds or thousands having COVID, but they also can't just piss away $30 billion. Yeah, the, the IOC contracts that they sign are... You know, we've talked about the Super Bowl contracts, which, like, as, you know, citizens of Las Vegas, I, I probably wouldn't want the Super Bowl here. First of all, we already have big enough Super Bowl weekends anyway. We don't need it. Um, secondly, the contracts are so overwhelming and overbearing on a city. You don't you think in 2012 them? they had a pandemic clause in there, which, by the way, every city better have one yeah, now. Sure. Uh, so you can get the hell out. But the Super Bowl contracts are one thing. The IOC contracts, when they sign, it is insane. And essentially, I mean, as you said, they could kick everybody out of the country and say, we're not doing this, but they, they'll have to pay for it all. They have to pay to compensate everyone and everything, and the IOC, billions and billions of dollars. So they really don't have an option. They don't want the Olympics. Let, let's make this clear. Japan does not want the Olympics happening this next month. They don't. Next They're, month? Well, it's it's next week, but it goes on for, right, right. for August. They don't want it, and they're in a position where they have to put it. Like, think about what has happened the last few days with advertisers. Yeah. Toyota, Toyota is, pulled out in Japan. They pulled, but they, but they did. 
they pulled out all Olympic themed advertising yep. in Japan yep. because the people of Japan are so against the Olympics happening mm-hmm. that they're revolting against companies that are advertising and sponsoring it. So there's going to be no Olympic themed for like the biggest company in Japan. Like, nah, we're not doing this. They are in a really, really bad spot that like we can do what we want here, whatever. It's fine. Over there, they are. They are done with this. They don't want it there. And it's just, it's such a difficult position. So he can say, and this this uh, member of the organizing committee can say, hey, it's not off the table yet. We still might cancel. They really can't. It, it's a it's a really sucky spot for them to be in. College football media day is going down now. So they're talking about COVID. The coaches are, some are, some aren't. We saw Bob Bowlesby last week, the commish of the Big 12 say, you know, if I had my way, everyone should get vaccinated. There's, just, there's no reason to take the risk and he said you know we don't want to go back to COVID protocols we don't even want to have to broach that this year but we may have to uh kirby smart the head coach of georgia this ain't gonna go over well with uh, some georgians bulldogs are over the 85 percent threshold in terms of vaccinated um he said it's not about the number and it's not about a threshold i think everybody wants to write who's over who's under what it's really about is being able to save our season whoa <laughs> has anyone said that yet this year no what it's really about is being able to save our season, be able to keep our players safe. We want to keep our players safe. We want to keep our coaches and staff safe. We want to keep our family members safe. And that comes through vaccinations. That's a really strong statement. Dabo Sweeney, uh, pro-vaccination, says he got vaccinated in March, but also says he wishes he could say the whole team is vaccinated, but they're not. At Clemson, quote, I don't know a single doctor that said don't get it. Right. So... Maybe the shocks people. It doesn't surprise me because college football is so big at these schools. If anything gets in the way of most of these coaches winning, I think most are going to have no tolerance for it. Now, I think there's going to be some coaches who speak out against it. We saw the the NC State baseball coach talked about getting a vaccine meant you were being indoctrinated. Right. And they got booted from the College World Series, and people rallied around them. Not for saying that. They got booted because, like, I would make that clear. That's a good point. They yeah. got booted because they ran into problems right. with unvaccinated players, right. then getting vaccinated players, and they didn't have enough players. Right. But the point is, he 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 made a statement that, hey, you know what? I've got something to say here, and it cost his baseball team a spot in the College World Series. Some of these football coaches, I mean, you're talking about two of the you know top ten coaches in the country, top ten programs with high expectations. Like every year, you better win 10, 11, 12 games, compete for a national championship. Certainly now. With an expanded playoff on the horizon, these schools have to make the playoff every friggin' year. And both of these coaches are like, let's go. Kind of echoing what Michael Irvin said yesterday about yeah. the Cowboys. This in no way, shape, or form, vaccination should not be a political issue. We know that. But it has become that. And for you know, Southern football coaches with the fan bases that they have and, um, and what some of the stuff we've heard around those areas – to come out this strongly and be this, especially Dabo, to be like, I wish the whole thing, like, let's go. And to say, to even come out one step further and say, I don't know a single doctor. Like, there's plenty of, you know, pundits and Facebook users and goofy people saying don't get the vaccine. Dabo says, I don't know a single doctor that has said don't get it. And that's a pretty strong statement. Even if it's not strong on its surface, it is. To actually come out and say that, and articulate it and put it out there is strong. 
and maybe it does send the message. We'll see. Uh, I don't think it does because I think most people are locked into their positions and uh, just want to be wrong about something. Uh, but I, I applaud at least them coming out strongly and saying these things. Uh, Cole Beasley, Buffalo Bills receiver, and his fight for freedom, that continues. Uh, he responded to pro football talk saying, uh, to maximize player vaccination rates, NFL and NFLPA should extend a simple offer, get vaxxed, and don't get tested for marijuana. Beasley tweeted back or tweeted out, I'll get vaccinated and be an advocate for it if Pfizer puts a percentage of its earnings from the vaccine in my wife's name. So now he needs to be paid to get the vaccine, which doesn't seem like, if he's saying that seriously, doesn't seem like he's that serious about fighting for freedom. This is all about money now? <laughs> Seems like it. Yeah. And uh, and people came at him. People Mark- come at him. Someone said to him, uh, hey, I thought you made a statement like three weeks ago that you were done with social media. And then Beasley said, oh, I will be off once the season starts. Uh, but yeah, on the I'll get vaccinated and be an advocate for it if Pfizer puts a percentage of its earnings from the vaccine in my wife's name, uh, Mark Cuban made him an offer and said he'd buy him a bunch of stock right. in Pfizer if he got vaccinated. So you're up, Bees. Yep, here you go. He, and he said, he said he'd buy it. Cuban said he'd buy it in his wife's name, so that's what he wanted. Yeah. This is exactly what you asked for. Here, you go. here we go. Is this, I mean, first of all, how important is freedom? And I don't know what that's going to do to me. If you're just going to take money to do it? Well, like he, that's he, all it took. His intent was not to take money. He was being a smart ass, and now actually, some someone came back at him, and they're like, "Okay, here you go, here's money. Let's go." Nova Home Loans brings you the three. It's a refi raid at Nova Home Loans with interest rates at all time lows. Now's the time to talk to your local Nova loan officer. Eight seven 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 hundred Nova. I don't know if there's much to look forward to. It's obviously going to be a very different environment. Looking forward to getting another week's golf in and trying to trying to get my game in shape. And as I said, there's not much else to do there. So 12 hours a day at the golf course. Hopefully, you know, I get my game in a bit better shape. Yeah, we were just talking about the Olympics and all the troubles going in and, you know, what's going to happen with the Olympic Village and the athletes and no fans and the Japanese people on the ground being all pissed off, anyone, any sponsors that are advertising in Japan, look out because they're looking to boycott you. Uh, we had talked about this about a month ago. Dylan Hernandez of the LA Times uh, chronicled the same thing. He's like, uh, right now in Japan, uh, people are so mad that the Olympics are there that local advertisers don't dare connect themselves to the Olympics. They, they all pulled out. And then you get an athlete like that, uh, Rory McIlroy, who's like, eh, like, it's not really a patriotic thing. It's just, I guess, just staying in rhythm. Uh, and he also said, you know, for the good of golf, that, you know, if you if you add a sport to the Olympics, then we're, we kind of feel obligated to to show up and and participate. Give me another McElroy here. I'm not a very patriotic guy. I'm, I'm doing it because it's I think it's the right thing to do. And I think, you know, I, I missed it last time. And, you know, for golf to be... An Olympic sport, you need your best players there, and, and I feel like I, I want to represent the game of golf more than anything else. There you go. So he said it after I said it. Instead of instead of a flag, is he just going to wear like a a golf ball, like on a, a little rectangle? He's representing golf, not yeah. uh, not Ireland. Yeah. Um, Pretty ballsy. They're they're not um 
it's not always easy saying, hey, you're not patriotic. I'm going basically for the good of golf. Is I don't there, know if he's getting blowback over that. Is there a good golf song out there? I was just thinking if he's on like the metal stand, play a, some kind of golf anthem. Know, do some research. <laughs> be great. Uh, Vast sound crew can but, get that ready for you by the end of the show. But I think part of what part of also what he's saying, and it's totally fair, is that this they are forcing this Olympics. Like again, I love the Olympics. You know that. Right. I'm excited. I'll watch the events. But they are forcing this so much on people that don't want it there. That and it's 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 going to be. I heard somebody call it the sad Olympics. Like it's going to be, <laughs> they're going to be locked up. They can't do anything. And as he's saying, like, yeah, for the like, if you go play in the Olympics, you're like, all right, this is cool. I can be a part of it. Go to the opening ceremonies, the closing ceremonies. Like, see the see the sights of the place I'm going to. This will be great. Not in this Olympics. And and I talked to a couple athletes. You know, I, I did a, a profile one of the uh, heptathletes um, that that's that uh, is competing, and she was like. This is a dream come true. It's an absolute dream come true that my entire life as a track star, all I wanted to do was be in the Olympics. And now she doesn't get to go to the opening ceremonies or closing ceremonies. They can fly in like 48 hours before their event and they fly out 48 hours after their event. Don't get to see anything, get locked in their room except when they're competing. It's like, it's, it's like, it's almost like going to prison. It's crazy. But like, and, and you understand why. But if they, Again, this is what we said last year. Hey, if you put it off a year, it'll be normal. And now this year, like, well, if you put it off a year, it'll be normal. You can't put it off forever. Uh, I get that. Um, it's just a, a totally different experience. And, and I'm sure once it starts from the outside, we'll see a pretty normal Olympics. But we'll hear the horror stories of people that are actually there. And Rory McIlroy clearly is not excited to go to it. I don't think a lot of athletes are. So I don't see anyone flipping out yet. Ireland, Northern Ireland, about him saying he's not patriotic. <laughs> Uh, that would not go over well here. There would, because because people look to weaponize everything here and and politicize it. And of course, every time a team visits the White House, uh, going back, you know, multiple presidents, uh, there's been something politically tied to it. Tom Brady showed up today. He hasn't been on one of these since 2005. He showed up today, and again, I saw people reading this both ways, both ways. He gave a nice little speech. Uh, give me Brady as he's uh, he's talking to the crowd there and addresses the president. One point we were seven and five, struggling a little bit, um, as the president alluded to. But we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about forty percent of the people still don't think we won. I understand. That. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. There you go. I understand that. Oh. Could have rim shot. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> First of all, Michael Irvin thinks it's funny. It's good. The shots that like Biden is like you know senile or whatever. He immediately like the joke. He was on. Like, he he was nodding off that. I was while I was watching the video. Stop it. What? Stop. He he picked it up right away. You got it. I get that. He just it's yelled at like a super high it's volume, good. like seventy eight, seventy nine year old too. Um, I uh, sh- I gotcha. Like, I, you don't I, have to yell I, back. You're four feet away, Joe. I know, I know that people want to make it political. Like, oh, Brady went. Either he went because he's taking a shot at Trump by going, or he went to make fun of Biden. That's the that's the two sides people are. Michael on, here. on Twitter as Biden welcomes Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the White House. Tom Brady takes the podium and trolls Sleepy Joe about the 2020 election. Stop. Give me cut two. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing, and they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> Why would they do that to me? 
Hey, look at you. You're laughing. Oh, I you like it. This is like the seventh time I've heard it, too. Yeah. I was listening to the <laughs> But, like, I don't, I actually don't think it was political either way. Like, I think this was a shot at the Patriots, right? Wait, what? This was, a, this, him showing up is a total troll of the Patriots. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yes. I've, I never went in the last, whatever, 12, 15 years. I haven't gone to any of these celebrations at the White House when the Patriots won a title. But with the Bucks, I'm in. I think it's a total shot at the Patriots. I don't think it's a political shot at all. Either way. And you don't agree with the tweeter who said uh, he went after Biden? No, he, he's... That's clearly, like... It is? That's clearly, uh, like, a respectful, roast-type, funny... Actually, he's taking mm-hmm. a shot at... He, the shot, in the first joke, is at Trump supporters who don't... Are you sure? Yes, of course it is. Are you saying he agrees with them that of course. the election was stolen? And, and by the way, Let's see what we're doing here. We this also is what, this is what you can do with this nonsense. We also we, we already have an answer on like Brady is friends with Trump and he's done that. We we have the answer on whether he supported him. You know, Giselle ruined all that. She took it all away. She's like, there's zero chance my husband would ever vote for Trump. I didn't see that. Yeah. It was a while ago. How does she know who he voted for? <laughs> I feel like they probably talk. Just lie. <laughs> Are you in the booth with me? <laughs> right? I mean, I, but I I know your beliefs, your leanings. We've discussed those things. Who, Brady? And, are you playing Giselle and Brady? I think they talk about, yeah, they probably talk about who they're going to vote for. Oh, I think that's... Do you and the SO not discuss who you're voting for? Nope. None of my business. <laughs> okay. None of her business. Okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Makes for a happier home. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would make for a uncomfortable home where you're like sitting around and like st- walking on eggshells all the Possibly. time. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound fun. Been in those homes before. Sure. Doesn't sound fun. Wow. I thought it was funny. Good, was good. good for TV 12 going in there. Had a couple of good lines. Uh, don't think that I'm going to let Sleepy Tom go because I'd never let Sleepy Joe go. It's one of my favorite. Now it's my favorite nicknames. Sleepy Tom for getting fourth down. Oh, anytime he makes a mistake this year. Sleepy Tom, interception. I did see Sleepy uh, Tom, fumble. Sleepy Tom got sacked. Your boy Alex Guerrero did speak up today and say there's definitely at least two more years in break. I saw Dr. Al. <laughs> did he mention anything? He's like, well, well with the drugs I give him. Sleepy uh, Al? Allegedly. <laughs> you think Guerrero, yeah, Guerrero probably buzzed him right after that. He's like, don't do the Sleepy Tom thing. That ruins our brand, man. Energetic Tom. You are peak 40-something-year-old. Yeah, I did. I, I saw that, that he. And how many times have we done that topic on this show where news comes out and it's like, he's going to play this much longer. And I think both of us have given up. And I remember I remember flipping out when he was uh, it was probably when he's 39 or 40. And he said, I plan on playing five more years. And we're like, stop, please. He's always said 45. He's not going to stop. Got two more years. Why would he stop unless his play declines badly if they keep winning? Seems like he's having fun with Arians. No one can stop Sleepy Tom. You know what? If someone comes at him in like 15 years and wants to do Space Jam 3, he's in. The phone lines are open. Join the conversation on Cofield and Company now by calling 702-364-1100 or tweet us at Cofield and Co. Cofield and Company is on the road at the Nova Home Loan Studio. Eight seven 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 hundred Nova is the number. Get your mortgage tuned up at Nova Home Loans. We're going to talk to the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Dustin DeHart. 
here at Nova Home Loans in just a couple of minutes. More rich people stories. <laughs> We're going to talk about Conor McGregor's yacht and also J-Lo. Can you be that rich? Mostly off of auto-tune? We'll find out. We'll have some answers for you. Hmm. Annoyed about that one. Or movies? I didn't know what to say coming out of Space Jam 2. Okay. Did you watch one or two first? I watched one first. Okay. Then two. So, well, first of all, I found it really interesting. Our buddy Caleb Herring, and we'll have him on tomorrow, tweeted out. He's like, what's with this ridiculous LeBron tribute at the beginning? I'm like, it's the same exact thing Oh yeah, they did for Jordan. And Jordan's was much hokier yeah. in Space Jam 1. Uh, I'm going to say, overall, I thought both were solid. I actually thought one was better. Stop. And I love LeBron and I'm not the biggest Jordan fan. Well, I feel like, first of all, I feel like you also, watching it back-to-back, I think you had to do it because you didn't see first one. Right. But I think it's a mistake. Well, I didn't watch them back-to-back. I watched them back-to-back days. Right, but so still. So I let it marinate a little bit. Why? But still, because it, the second one is, a, like, the same it is the same story. It's, it's but it, so what? So you've just watched I, I watched the, I watched the Star is Born back-to-back with Streisand and Lady Gaga. Okay, I can judge. Which one do you think? Well, that's not the exact same story, right? They tweaked it a little bit, but right. this wasn't the exact same story either. Kind of. Where is Moron Mountain in Space Jam 2? <laughs> Where's DeVito? By the way, <laughs> villain? Cheadle I, over DeVito. I thought that Cheadle sucked. <laughs> Did you really? Yes. You thought that was one of the worst things in the movie? Yes. Too much Cheadle? Yes. Okay. And not, like, Don Cheadle's a great actor. Yeah. But in that role, it has algae rhythm. I, I, what about Dom James? I thought Dom James was great. I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Are, are we counting him as a villain? Can I tell you the... Can I tell you the... No. Well, no. He was. Yeah. Uh, there are some people who think LeBron James was the villain. Uh, I saw one site said that LeBron's, LeBron was incredibly unlikable in Space Jam 2. That was, the, that was the role. Which means that he did a great job acting. Yes. He is likable. Well, not for everybody. And he convinced you that he wasn't likable. Can I, can I give you the character that I hated the most in both movies. And I, for, I, I don't think I was ever a big fan as a kid. It's, I, I'm, I'm going to guess it's a cartoon character, yeah. right? It's Marvin the Martian. Um, no. I, I can't stand Marvin the Martian. Bugs? I don't like Bugs. <laughs> okay. I find you're, him incredibly annoying. You're anti-American. Uh, first of all, his... Uh, was it Mel Blank who did his voice? And did a lot of the voices. Right. He must have passed away. Yeah. The Space Jam 1 Bugs voice sucked. It wasn't good. And then the more Bugs you get, he's annoying. I wholeheartedly disagree. You do? Bugs is the one of the most lovable characters that's ever been created. Folks, and I'm telling you, this is not a... Well, I was going to say embrace debate. Max is not allowed to debate anymore. He just right. gets yelled at and threatened by Stephen A., we did not talk about this, these uh, the, uh, two especially, and I've never talked about one because I didn't know anything about one. I just saw it. I had no idea you like Bugs Bunny. You're, the, an, you're an idiot. Of the cartoon characters, Bugs is great. I mean, obviously. I'll say Daffy was getting annoying. Uh, Sylvester was Daffy's solid. Uh, Foghorn Leghorn's awesome. Taz is great. Taz is good. Yeah. Uh, Yosemite Sam is just, I love that he's so gun happy. I don't think they use Taz's skills enough. No, not at all. I, mean, I feel like that was a problem with both movies. No. 
Like Taz obviously is a secret weapon. Should we? By the way, should we stop and not talk about the actual movie anymore, Space Jam Two? Why? Because we haven't really given away anything yet. I don't know. Because people, it's only been three days. LeBron wins. Well, well, well I mean, I mean that, it, that's not the that's not the part I'm talking about. It's a lot of the plot and the way it, it plays out. It's the same as the first one. It's not the same. I thought it was overly complicated. It lost me a time. It did. It lost me at times. I'm like, these kids are going to like this. And that's, did by the way, that's the other great thing I've seen on social media last night. Finally, because LeBron is getting, you know, they're, they're killing him over it. Some people are. And someone's finally like, it's not for you at 35. You dork. <laughs> okay, it's I'm, for kids. I'm also going to disagree with that. Really? You think it's for adults? <laughs> I mean, they definitely gave some nods to things that I'm not. I, I'm being serious. Let's see how I can say this. I was in the mood to laugh. Yeah. Say that. I absolutely laughed. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Several okay. times. Okay. Several times. Um, as an actor, there's no comparison. Like the range. What they asked LeBron to do versus what they asked Jordan to do is not even close. LeBron is infinitely better. He's as a pretty actor. good actor. Yes. He wasn't great. No. But comp- Jordan sucked. He was raw. Yeah. Also... I felt like the Jordan, it's a pretty big scene, I guess, but the Jordan cameo was like way too much. Like I obviously knew what was going to happen. It was obvious to me what was going to happen. Really? I thought he was coming out. No, come on. Like it was obvious to me how, how that was going to go. Oh, really? And I was like, okay, uh, all right. We understand it's not going to be Jordan. But then again, as you said, as you said, it's, kids so maybe maybe kids are a little who's more... your favorite member of the goon squad that's rough i mean anthony davis was kind of weird i liked his character it was a little too much he's real creepy tarasi was, was pretty good kind of lurchy yeah yeah the, the two women in it were pretty good i was tarasi the snake yeah and who was the spider um never really caught her name yeah it was no somebody big i'm trying to remember who it was though i can't remember um, I pref- I liked of all the things, like all the weird not first of all like as they're traveling around to try to find the the players, um, a lot of the different worlds of like incorporating. Okay, I that's that that, that I that I teetered on the the Warner Brothers flex of all their properties. Right. I found really annoying. It was, but I think to include all the all the like that was that, what I was. I think get the crowd, was, the crowd at the end was cool. That's what. I, that's but what I was but as say. they were going around, it's like do you have, you have to tell us everything you own now. Like I think you're the villain in the movie. Okay, that's not fair. not the goon squad. And that's what I was going to get to. Like the traveling around, like I, I was like, all right, that's interesting. It's cool, whatever. I can do without it. But like the fact By the that way, kids movie as we break it down, the like Siskel <laughs> and Ebert here. The fact that they had so many. Uh, so many nods to so many characters in the audience for the game. Yeah. I thought it was very cool, including the Monstars, which... I did. Yeah, the little I, Monstars. Right, the Monstars not, not zapped the, of not, their not powers. The, not the big ones, yeah. Well, the, the Monstars ones. were zapped of their powers at the end of the first one, yeah. and yeah. so they're the, they're back to being the Monstars without the abilities, but if you noticed, they're cheering for the Goon Squad. They were banished to Toonland... From losing that game. Okay. I like that when they tie movies but together. They're, but now they're cheering for the Goon Squad. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. I got to watch good. it again. I, it was, You know what happens? I, I told you guys, uh, it was an hour and 55 minutes. And as soon as I looked at it, I'm like, I'm in trouble here. I can't watch a movie for that long. At Could, home with my phone on. 
and like scrolling through stuff. I'm like, I, I faded at different points and it was like the, the, the server world. And I mean, it was like, it was, it was too much. Server-verse. I'm not smart enough to watch that movie. Server verse. Server verse. Uh, and I, I did, I, I did despise Don Cheadle by the end. I guess you're supposed to as a villain, but I, I hated him. I just thought he was, it was too much. Um, God, that posterizing donkey ad on LeBron, though, unbelievable. I know, but then, so I tweet, and then the, then the other issue, I, I the other issue, I think everyone's gonna have a problem with is the scoring. Right. Well, I tweeted at the end. I tweeted like three in the morning. I forgot that I tweeted. I saw it again yeah. this morning. Like they were getting like style points for all the different baskets, yep. but then he goes like a posterized dunk, and he, he only gets two points. It should have been a thousand points. And the, but then same the game's with, over. Same with LeBron gets the power up dunk. When when Dom helps at him at the very end, and then he only gets two points. Yeah. Like, well, why do we all of a sudden stop keeping score the way we were keeping score earlier in the game? None of this is none of this is crazy to me. So, and then okay, I, I think I sent you this as well. Um, there was a prop bet on. I want to hit players. that. I want to hit that uh, with Sammy. Okay, a little later. <laughs> let's, let's save that one. Okay. The prop bet concerns. Because yes. as I watched it, I'm like, this is the, this is the dumbest. I mean, it's fun. You can't take real bets on that. No. And actually, the people who put out the numbers, that wasn't even a real book. No. It's actually not a real book. But you can't – you couldn't bet on this. It was – there's a lot more to break down. So, I don't – I hope we didn't ruin all of it. But um, it's worth a watch. It's just a little bit long. And I'm, I'm just – my attention I, span is so bad. When I saw Hour 55 and you told me that and I saw it on the screen, I was dreading it. Felt like an hour 20. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, you're uh, – what are you giving this? Like a one I mean, to ten. One to ten? Eight? I'll give it a six. Oh. I know. And I like LeBron. Brutal. And I, I and I just said I just told you eight minutes ago, I think Jordan's version was actually better. No. That's preposterous. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Can you imagine driving your Lamborghini Urus to the port? So that you can go on a water trip with your other Lamborghini Technomart. You're listening to Cofield and Company. Nothing beats that baller move. But the common denominator to this is quite not easily achievable. Tons and tons of money. If you are among the 63 waiting for your delivery, we are honestly happy for you. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. All right, let's talk the rich, the ultra-rich, and then uh, the rest of them. Uh, around Las Vegas and some real estate, Dustin DeHart is with us. Nova Home Loans, 577-2600 is the number. That was actually a yacht that Conor McGregor is buying, somewhere between 3 and a half and $4 million. Yeah, uh, I know you saw the video. It's made by Lamborghini. I didn't realize uh, Mercedes makes an AMG mm-hmm. uh, yacht. Oh, yeah. Um, now listen, it's not below deck. The show that I love, you know, those are sixty <laughs> meters or like one hundred ninety-seven. Yeah, it feet. doesn't really look like a yacht. It looks like a really like a badass boat. You know what I mean? It's definitely fast. Yeah, four thousand horsepower. It's yeah. fast. It literally looks like. What's funny? I saw that this morning. I was going to send that to you. I, I oh, really? figured you put it on the yeah, list yeah, anyway. Yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on TMZ. Yeah. That's literally one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like, boat? Yeah, I mean, I, I love that thing. That's just amazing. Is he disciplined hey. enough to? To drive that boat? No, that's what I was thinking. Who's driving that thing? Right? Well, he can't. He can't put his foot on the gas, right? <laughs> I guess he, he has to. Well, I was going to say he has to drive lefty, but he's actually he snapped the left leg. Yeah. Jeez. No, I'm asking you again, though. You know him and his lifestyle. Sure. Would you want that guy behind a boat that can go 70 miles an hour? No. I'm <laughs> like in a rowboat. Right. Yeah. Well, safer for all of us. Um, we always. Talk I don't about... think I'm going to be in the same waters as Connor, so I think I'm going to be all right. 
mean, you could be. Yeah, but that's not like the below deck boat. No, that's something are... you could drive. But yeah, I hear your point. Like, do you oh, want I Connor? Drive a below deck boat. Do you want could Connor I... driving that? Right, Probably he's not. A lunatic. Yeah, but could those... I drive this boat? Sure, I could, but I, I think I'd yeah, be I'm really wrong. afraid at first, especially if it's not mine. <laughs> exactly. Three and a half million dollar yacht. Oh my gosh, the thing is so cool. I love that boat. We've asked you before, uh, boats. Not, not the greatest. No, they're, they're literally one of the first worst investments you could ever make, <laughs> you know, and like, yeah, and everybody I know, you know, they, it's two good days of boats, the day you buy it and the day you sell it, you know, because Losing they're the a lot of work. It, yeah. you sell it to Is that the best day? Because <laughs> you're losing money. Yeah, that's true, yeah. but you yeah. don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, it's not a good investment, but if you make as much money as Connor, those are the toys you buy. I will also say like in retirement, Steve is going to be a boat person. Are you? Are you boat guy? No, strike me. After boat you've guy. got so caught up in below deck, I just feel like at some point you'll just walk oh. away from it. Well, I could see you being the person. I'm going to get away from society and yeah. the world and be on a boat. Yeah, just grow a big beard, like a Hemingway <laughs> exactly. beard, and just live on a boat. Yeah. yeah, you'll have the volleyball and everything. You know, you'd be fine. I no. might have. To, I might have to work on a boat. I might have to work on the below deck boat. The <laughs> oldest, the oldest deckhand ever, or the yeah. oldest uh, steward ever, stewardess, <laughs> making beds. That could be the end. It's not really getting away from it, though. You could be the chef. I cannot be the chef. No. (laughs) They're all crazy. Actually, my mentality is like the chef. Of course. Uh, I don't even get what's going on here with... uh, I don't know how Ben Affleck is back with J-Lo, and I don't know why he's... Yeah, what did that happen? It happened like a month and a half ago. And they're Uh, already buying a big big old house. She got dumped by A-Rod, or A-Rod basically told her, like, I have to be with lots of people, so if you want to be exclusive, I'm out. So they broke up. Hmm. And I guess is she... I can't figure out what's going on here. She's climbing ladders. Is it is it a house under construction? Is she looking for other houses? Did you did you understand this one? I, I really didn't get it. Yeah. It's a Bel Air mansion that I think is being either redone or rebuilt. And there's something about uh sixty five million dollar they had looked at a sixty oh last week. Last week they had looked at a sixty five million dollar estate in uh LA's wow. uh, Homeby Hills neighborhood. That's a expensive house. That's that's yeah. So when <laughs> Taylor Smith and A Rod now are they? Was that her name? Taylor Smith? Is it Taylor? Uh, ah, jeez. What's the uh, blonde girl's name? Ooh, Taylor Singer. Swift. Yes, yeah, Taylor Swift. No, Sorry, you're breaking news. What's going on? Here? <laughs> no, they're now, now they're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna get together and buy a hundred million dollar house. I could see that being the news next. But yeah, t- like t- well, T Swift has been in a very happy relationship for a while. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't think she's going. <laughs> yeah, don't insult this girl. How <laughs> dare you, Dustin? <laughs> first time in her life she's in a good relationship let's let's let her enjoy so it. here's what's crazy about that like 60 million dollars you guys in california that's you know okay another 60 million dollar house so recently there was a record-breaking house in and dra- in uh, mcdonald's highlands it was 25 million um actually the guy that owns loan depot i mean the house is unbelievable and it, it actually broke the record previously which was david copperfield of 17.8 Eight million dollars. Now, here's an, an article in RJ. Um, Ivan Shear. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's kind of the king of real estate in town. He's literally, I think, going to close close to a billion dollars in sales this year, which is crazy. So he's the he he owns the luxury market. He actually didn't sell this house, but he was even quoted in the paper. He says um, that California Las Vegas is now edging towards some of the California coastal properties, like. JLo and, and uh, Ben Affleck here and he think he's talking to clients that are selling homes that could sell homes worth up to 50 million to 100 million dollars if they want to put them on the market at some point and he says that new homes being built in the Summit Club in Summerlin 
which is some new uber luxury resort community, will be worth 70 to 80 to 100 to 120 million dollars soon. Crazy, right? I mean, I don't. I mean, if it was anybody but Ivan Shear, I'd be like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But this guy knows what he's talking about. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, here, here we go. Las Vegas is going to be in the fifty, sixty, hundred million dollar price range soon with some of these houses. And the summit is, seems to be where that's so like billionaire many row, wealthy right? people yeah. are moving to. Yep, unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, on a lower level, but still pretty good. Uh, Adam, I don't know if you saw, I know you're not the biggest Stern guy. I don't think you hate him, but you don't think he's as, as great as everyone says he is. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was a story about a week ago. Well, first of all, he took like six weeks off this summer and yeah. people were getting on him. I'm like, are you people insane? Like he's earned that. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's propped get up. What you he's, can get he's propped from, up Sirius XM exactly. on his back at the beginning and gotten him to a point where they're, you know, they're doing well now. He can do whatever he wants. That's the deal he signed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bottom line is he's, he's retired. Right. He's doing a couple shows a year. It's That's not that he's taking right. time right. off. I know he's down to like three days a yeah. week. But yeah. So right. take the three days a week and be happy with it if you're stern. That's what I'm saying. He, look at the vacation. Look at the times that he's on as a bonus because he should just be retired probably. Isn't he 66? Yeah, he's, he's up old. There. Would you want to wake up and do morning radio? I mean, I'll have to. Uh, but <laughs> would you want to do that? Yeah, he's sixty. He's actually sixty-seven now. <laughs> well, five hundred million dollars contract helps, don't, though, right? Don't yeah, old people yeah. to wake up early anyway? Yeah, he he loves to complain about everything, but at the end of the day, I think he he loves doing this. You know, yeah, I, I'm sure I he think it's probably a taste last. of it now, but you know, yeah. it's like it's winding down. Yeah. But the thing that got me was a story the other day on uh, the homes of his support staff. Mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you, I mean, I hope they all appreciate it. Man, that guy, he made a lot of people a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, Delabate, who's been the longtime producer, Baba Bowie, just sold this house for three point two million in Greenwich, Connecticut, which is like you know high dollar real estate area. That's a good life. Yeah, seventy five hundred square foot be house, making five million plus, maybe ten million a year. He's, crazy. he's made a lot of money. Yeah. Clearly, if he's got a three million dollar house, and freaking the limo driver, Ronnie the limo driver, looks like he made like six hundred k on his house. And he's moving and, to Vegas, right? Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Better get out they're here. giving him better get out here soon. They're, they're giving be... him hell because it's one hundred and fifteen degrees uh, out here. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I think he uh, he he sold his house in Queens for nine sixteen. So that'll be the median isn't, home isn't price in like about, about three months here. Isn't like a shack there though? Uh, no, because he he bought it probably twenty years ago. Right. In Queens yeah, well, for about a million dollars. It's a decent bad. house. Yeah. House. I mean, he's he's a it's, limo driver. Yeah, it's not cheap there. You're right. I get your point. Like yeah. you you have to spend a lot of money in anywhere near New York City to get any I just know, residence. I, and and I I mean we talked about California. Like I, it's all relative. Like you just you can't picture it. I saw my like a, a house of a relative that that I have in California that was like a $950,000 house and I was like okay that's that's got to be like 250,000 Vegas. Absolutely. Like yes, yeah, so, I mean it's it, the it's all relative, but yeah, that's still I think your point is uh for support staff on a radio show, <laughs> they've done very very well for themselves, no question. I wonder why Baba Bowie's selling this house, did it say? Well, they're kind of breaking up. Uh, you know, they're not I don't think they're going to do shows from the studios studio in New York gotcha. anymore, so right. they're all it's the end of the road. I know they're not allowed back in yet. Yeah, they're not allowed back in. They've yeah, been out. Right. They've basically been out since the beginning of the pandemic. Right. Hmm. And, and I know uh, just listening to some other shows, some talk shows on uh, Sirius, like they're they're really wanting to go back. And they're just like, no. Is that the new norm in. of radio, you guys? Uh, not our place. No. Uh, but no, there's a, I mean, I think that is going to be the future is that uh, anyone who can do a remote show will probably be doing a remote sure. show that you're just you're kind of I mean, it's like all business. We it's, talked about it, right? You yeah. guys have massive offices here. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't. What are you guys going to do eventually, right? Yeah. If everyone doesn't have to be here, 
yeah. office space can be reduced and you save money and put it elsewhere. Absolutely. Right. So that's what's going to happen in, uh, in radio. All right. So inventory is still very short here. Median price is super high. I saw a um, big breakout with some Summerlin townhouses that have sold out before uh, the break in the ground. And then down by where Adam lives. I mean, I'm not down there very often on the 15 going south towards the M. And like I look to the left past the south point and it's just like there's like a block. I mean, I don't yeah, mean like one think- city block. I just mean like just a wall of apartment houses. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I just drove by there and I didn't even notice it. And I bet, yeah, I, you know, it's it's amazing how quick these go up and how quickly they're going to sell. But yeah, they're going back to the one in Summerlin. I mean, that's no shocker. I think it was like forty-five houses or something like that. Forty-three homes. Yeah, under uh, five hundred thousand or below. So if you get that in Summerlin, I mean, I, that's no surprise that that sold out immediately. I mean, that's where people want to go. Summerlin just west, uh, west of Red Rock. And they're they're running out of places out. to build. So that's yeah. There we go. It's rocking and rolling. Stop, <laughs> stop building houses by me. You need to keep mine. Is there any more room? Mine high. There is actually a lot of oh, room. Oh, there's down plenty there. of room. Yeah. yeah. So high. It's going to get super crowded. It used to be nice and quiet at night. Still quiet, except for the coyotes. They're loud. <laughs> Poor coyotes. 2600 uh, is the number. 5772600. So, what's going on now with the mortgage tune ups? Well, look, rates, uh, you know, since, the, since all the inflation stuff happening, rates spiked up a little bit. The last 30 days, guys, they've been coming down. Look, they go up like a rocket and they come down like a feather. But we've had a really go- good momentum the last 30 days. And last week, we got a little Christmas present from the FHFA, who in the middle of COVID last year, they installed what was called an adverse fee, which was like 50 basis points. We've talked about it on the radio show before. So it, it made rates go up a little bit. And then now they've gotten rid of that. So not only are rates going down, but then we get rid of that 50 basis point fee, which drops rates about a quarter of a point just from that. Rates are back. So look, if you didn't do that mortgage tune-up a while back, it's time to get back on the phone and call us at 577-2600 because we're ready to go. There he is, Dustin DeHart. You heard the number, 577-2600. Get the mortgage tune-up quick, easy, and Dustin gives you a bunch of different options. And it's a very uh, comfortable process. More on the Olympics and some of the cancellations. Well, athletes being dumped out of the Olympics because of positive test. An update on Aaron Rodgers and that Schefter report that uh, he actually was given a massive extensive option just a few months ago by the Packers. Trust Us is presented by Dustin DeHart at Nova Home Loans. Call today at 577-2600 to learn how to purchase a home with $20,000 in down payment assistance. Dial up Dustin now, 577-2600.